Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 28 of the Building Strength Podcast. It's your host, Theo Lim. I hope you're all having a great week. It's Wednesday night right now. Just came home from training some clients. Feeling good. Um, last week of June right here, end of the sec- end of the first half of the year. So I hope you guys have been crushing 2018, going out there, getting things done, getting what you want in life, building your life. So today's episode, as always, is brought to you by the Loving Kindness Meditation. Let's just take 10 seconds to think about two people in your life and just wish for happiness for them. Nice. Got it done. Feel better? Feel good? For me, it always um, lights up the mood. I think the person who created that or proposed that said that we literally can't be in a crappy mood if we're wishing happiness for other people. So that's why I do it. Okay, so today's episode, I want to talk about my non-negotiable gym commandments or laws. Non-negotiable. I'm pretty flexible and I'm pretty big into adapting for the day-to-day in the gym with my own training and my with my clients' training. But... These are the non-negotiables for me. Number one, warming up is mandatory. So for my um, personal training and small group clients, I have a set warm-up. And whether you come early, whether you come on time, whether you come late, we will never skip the warm-up. If you come late the workout gets cut shorter. We don't cut the warm-up. Why that is, is because I don't want anyone to get hurt. And think about it like this. If someone comes, say, 20 minutes late, so they only have 40 minutes left to actually work out or actually train, In your head, you might think that jumping straight into the training and training for 40 minutes, skipping the warm-up, you might think that you'll get more out of that. But in the long run, if someone comes 20 minutes late, that's fine. Good work on showing up. I hope everything's okay. Let's bang out this 10-minute warm-up, and then we'll do 30 minutes of work. I think in the long run you will get more out of doing that rather than skipping the warm-up and jumping straight into the training. Why that is, and these, all of these laws slash commandments that I'm going to say today are all going to tie in together. So why that is, is that if you skip the warm-up and you get hurt, boom, you're out for days, weeks, months. 
if you came late, you still hit your warm up and you, you know, you skipped one exercise, maybe two at the end of the day. Big deal, whatever. You're going to be back next time and we'll keep on making progress. When you get hurt, there is no progress at all. So that is my number one law. Warming up is mandatory. I take that shit very seriously. I do it because I've gotten hurt in the past. I do it because I know lots of my lifting partners who've gotten hurt. I have seen clients pull something because they wanted to rush into the working, into the training. Um, So for me, my own clients, I don't have a big issue with this because I can just kind of tell them. My bigger issue is at Myodetox Performance because we run larger group classes. So how that usually rolls in a one-hour class, I'll start with a 10-minute warm-up. I do a very thorough warm-up. I make sure the whole body is addressed. I make sure everyone's warm and prepared to train. And then I'll do a 5-10 to minute demo of what we're going to do. And then it's about 40 minutes of training. So in that scenario, I don't have as much control because if I do, if I'm eight minutes into the warm up and someone shows up late and they only catch two minutes of that warm up, then because if it's a larger group, we roll into the demo and then we roll right into training. In those cases, what I do is I'll recommend like, okay, this station here, because you're doing farmer's walk and sled work. This is going to be a great warm-up for you since you missed your warm-up. What I really don't like seeing is when someone comes in, they don't they miss a lot of the warm-up, and then they start they start right into their barbell lifts. For me, that's a big no-no. Like you might be fine today, you might be fine next time, but one day you will get hurt. That's just the that's just part of the game. Injuries happen. All we can do is do as much as we can to mitigate those injuries. So number one, warming up is mandatory. Number two, warm-up sets are mandatory. So again, I don't have an issue with my own clients because I give them weights to do. I say, okay, we're working with 50 pounds today. Let's warm up with 35 pounds, right? Again, in a larger group class, and I'm going to get into this in another episode about what I like about the large group training, what I like about the small group training, and what I like about personal training, and of course, what I don't like. So, warm-up sets are mandatory. If you know you're going to work with, if you know you can squat 185 for 5, you really shouldn't warm up with 135 for 5. That's too, the warm-up set is too close to your working set. In that case, I would at least want the person to start with 95 pounds and then do a set of 135 and then go into your working weights, right? Another example, something I see a lot in larger group classes is that say someone wants to work with 95 pounds and they'll warm up with 95 pounds. So right off the bat, their first set's already a struggle. It's moving slow. Your body's like, what the fuck is going on? This is heavy. What are we going to do, right? 
So in those cases, I highly recommend, like if you're just squatting with 95 pounds, which is great, that's awesome. Start with the bar and then do 75 pounds and then do 95 pounds. And by the time you get to the working weight, because you did those warmups, that working weight is going to feel a lot better. And because it's going to feel a lot better, it's going to move better, you're warmer, your range of motion's better, you're going to get a lot more out of that rather than jumping into it cold. So for me, there's a big difference between warm-up sets and working sets. The stronger you get, the more warm-up sets you're going to need. That's just the reality of it. So this ties into my next rule, number three. Why I'm so big on warming up, why I'm so big on warm-up sets is because it only takes one rep to get hurt. I'm going to say that again. It only takes one rep to get hurt. It only takes one lackluster deadlift to break your back. And boom, you're suddenly 80 years old. You suddenly feel like you're 80 years old. So this is why I always drill it in because it really does only take one rep. But that one rep is an accumulation of all of your non-warm-up, like all of your shitty reps because you didn't warm up. So that's an accumulation of that. And then one day your body's just like, you know what, fuck you. Like we've had enough. You don't even let us warm up. You just like load up 225 on our back. No warm-up set. Fuck that. So <laughs> the body knows. The body will tell you. So again, it only takes one rep to get seriously injured. Like the weight room is a dangerous place. I think um, sometimes it's underestimated, but if you're talking while you're doing your top set or if you're not 100% focused on what's going on, like that 225 on your back, that 95 pounds on your back is going to fuck you up. Right? So that's rule number three. It only takes one rep to get hurt. Rule number four. Quality reps only. From the first warm-up set to your last rep on your last set. All of those reps should look the exact same. They might change in terms of the speed of the bar because the weight's getting heavier, but you really should be aiming to be consistent with your reps. It should it really should be quality reps all throughout. From my first warm-up set and when I squat or when I deadlift Okay, say, for example, let's do the squat. I'll do the bar for 10 reps. I'll do the quarter for 10 reps. I'll do the plate for 8 reps. I'll, I'll throw a quarter on that for 6 reps. I'll throw two plates on for 4 reps. Um, throw a quarter on that for 2 reps. So I'm going down in reps, but I'm going up in weight. And around that time, I'm up to my working weight. And all those reps help me gain confidence helps me drill in my technique make sure everything's working okay so by the time i get to my top set i'm ready to go i'm fucking primed ready to go 
So quality reps only. And I've been talking about big lifts, but I look for consistency in every single lift, every single exercise. If someone's doing a dumbbell bench, okay, why aren't, why aren't they being consistent with this? Why, why one rep, their elbow's a little closer to their body? Why the other rep, the elbow's flared out? Why one rep, they're going so low? The next rep, they're not. For me, that's what I, my eyes are on that. If someone's consistent with their technique, it means they know what they're doing. They have taken time to work on this. And they take pride in their lifting technique. If someone, I see it a lot. I, if, I, if someone's hitting a deadlift and they're hitting it one, like they're hitting a touch and go deadlift one rep, they put it down the next rep, next, the third rep, they don't even go to the ground. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? What are you doing? So quality reps only. Aim to be consistent between all of your reps. All right, that's number four. Number five, big one here. Again, this ties into the last one. Last set, best set. So say we're doing three sets of five. First set went well, second set was pretty heavy. When you enter that last set, I'm gonna remind you, this is the last set, make this one your best one. Always finish on a good note, always finish strong. And this also goes back to quality reps. If you put on too much weight and you have to sacrifice technique to finish the reps, it's too heavy for you. Bring the weight back down, drill in the proper technique, make it feel good. A couple more weeks and you'll be able to go heavier. It's a long game. Lifting weights, training, this is a long process. So that's number five. Last set, best set, every time. This is especially important when you're doing more strength training stuff, I think. Say someone's got 10 sets of three on the deadlift. Yeah, of course, by the end of that, you might be fatigued, but you better fucking work harder. You better work even harder to get tighter on that last, last set and make it look exactly the same as your first set. Again, I'm really big on these things. For me, these are things that matter. Like for me, these are things that help me build up to where I am today because I took my time when I first started lifting. I really took my time to refine the technique, make every rep look the same. And I think this is very important in terms of building a solid foundation. Because once I see that someone has it, set after set, rep after rep, they're just crushing it with the same consistency, I know they have it for life. And what I see a lot is like, I'll have some clients, they'll go on vacation or they'll take a short hiatus off the gym. Three months later, I love when I see this. Three months later, they come back, they get under the barbell to do some squats. Their technique is spot on, even after three months of not squatting. I think this is this happens because they took their time to refine their technique at the start. So now they have it for life. I'm not trying to um like for me, I drill it in. If they're if they're not taking their warm-up sets seriously, it's a bit sloppy. 
I'll be like, okay, let's do that weight again. I know it's really light, but take it seriously and do it right this time. Because if the brain, this is, we're just programming our brain, programming our nervous system. Like if you drill in shitty reps, the brain thinks it's okay to do shitty reps and it's not okay. So we drill in good reps all the time and you just get better and better at it. All right, number six, this is a big one. Your actions must match your words. So I'm a trainer, I'm a coach. Basically, there are two camps of people. There are three people who want to lose fat. Okay, basically everyone wants to lose fat. Everyone wants to gain muscle. Everyone wants to get stronger. Some people want to move better, but most of the time, when I ask people what they want out of this, they say they want to lose fat, they want to get healthier, they want to get stronger. That's fine. I love it. Okay, so for the people who want to lose fat, there's more there's more to all of this. Even the people who want to gain muscle, gain weight, there's more to it than just the two to three hours in the gym, right? There's the other 165 hours where you need to be on top of your eating, your nutrition needs to be on point, your recovery or your sleep needs to be on point, your mindset needs to be on point, you need to be patient, you need to be consistent, you need to be dedicated. So this happened a lot in the last couple of weeks where I would talk to someone one-on-one I'd say, okay, like um, any updated goals, what do you want to work on in the next month? And a couple of people said they want to lose fat. I said, okay, I know you don't have your nutrition really on point, but this is a really good start. Let's, can you track your food for the next seven days? Just write it down on a piece of paper, everything you consume. This is how I know this is like right off the bat i know who's down and who's not because i had one guy who said okay that's great thanks for that i'm gonna start today and then i had another guy who said he was gonna start next week and next week was still like five days a week five days away i said what the fuck why are you gonna wait till next week like anyway and then i had you know then i have the people who want to gain muscle i'm like okay look you need to eat more because you're not eating enough to grow and then, so I give them that. I let them know that this is going to help them towards their goals, right? A week later, I check in on them. Okay, one guy tracked all of his shit for the whole week. No problem. He, amazing detail. This guy's a pleasure to work with. So he tracked everything. I said, okay, cool. And then we went, we went over it and I gave him one or two suggestions to work on for the next week. Check in with the other guy. Uh, he didn't track it. I said, oh, okay. I, th- I thought you wanted to lose fat. Apparently, you don't want it bad enough. Okay, next person. Oh, you didn't eat that much. You didn't do your grocery shopping. Oh, I thought you said you wanted to lose it. I thought you wanted to lose fat. So again, number six, your words, your actions must match your words. If you're saying you want something... You better do what it takes to get there. 
for me, like, I honestly, if someone, I'm the type of person, like, I don't really, I'm not here to pressure you into doing what you don't want to do. But if you mention that you want to, say, get leaner, and I give you a suggestion on what to do, and you don't do it, I'm pretty uncertain about you now. I'm kind of like, uh, does this person really want it? Is this person serious about it? Like, for me personally, I really want to help them. But I can only do so much. I can't want it more than... Like, your coach can't want it more than you want it. Like, for example, um, right now I started training with my homie Chris. And we're doing some pad work. He's showing me the proper technique for the punches basic punches and we're training twice a week and he's like dude if you want to get better you really got to add a third day and i said okay you're right i'm gonna add a third day so what's today wednesday either friday or saturday i'm gonna do put in like 15 minutes of work just to get that extra day of repetitions extra day of practice and it's fine if someone like I have people who honestly don't really care about losing fat like they're happy with how they look they're confident with the way they look they just want to get stronger they just want to keep moving those people are awesome too because I'm like okay you're cool with this that's awesome like let's keep rolling it's the people who say they want one thing but do another thing that's what really bothers me so number six your actions must match your words those are my six in terms of training in terms of the gym and like i don't really have to mention it in this podcast like obviously don't be late be on time work hard and be consistent that's it be on time, work hard, be consistent. So again, recap. Number one, warming up is mandatory. Cooling down is also pretty mandatory for me. Warming up and cooling down are both mandatory. Warm-up sets before your working sets are mandatory, especially on the big lifts. Number three, it only takes one rep to get hurt. That is why we warm up and that is why we hit quality reps which leads me into number four quality reps only from your first warm-up set to your last working set all of those reps should look exactly the same number five your last set must be your best set it might be the heaviest that's fine but in terms of technique in terms of focus last set best set Number six, your actions must match your words. So there you have it. Those are my six gym commandments slash laws. And again, these are not hard things. I think it just takes some kind of, um, some sort of self-control, some sort of pride in what you're doing 
Like when I see someone just get under the bar and do some sloppy reps and they're talking to someone while they're doing their reps, I'm like, look, <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. But that's fine. Like if you if you really want to talk to them, no, just don't fucking do it. Just hit your set. Let the, you let your friend hit your hit their set and then talk right after. So with that being said, I'm going to leave it right there. Those are my six gym commandments. I hope you guys all finish strong. Finish the week strong. This episode is going to be released on Thursday. Crush your Thursday. Crush your Friday. Crush your Saturday. And then that brings us to the end of the first half of the year. And if you guys listened to last episode, I hope you guys took part in the mid-year performance review because the second half is coming up and we're going to keep our foot on the pedal here. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you took away at least one thing. Please, please share the podcast if you enjoyed it. Share it with a friend. Share it with two friends. Hit that five-star review on iTunes. It really does go a long way, guys. I'm going to leave it there. Keep it real. Keep doing you. Put your head down. Do what you need to do. Create your own life. And enjoy life. Peace.